Welcome to the Parenting with Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Teresa Alexander Inman, here today with Mr. Rami Ahmed. <laughs> Rami has a unique story, and it lies in a unique set of circumstances that he went through when he became a father. His first son was born, born with colic, so he had to get he could he didn't get four hours a row of sleep. Oh gosh, I'm tired for you just hearing that in the first 16 months after his son was born. Leading to a gain of 35 pounds, which, of course, when you don't take care of you, that's what happens, Rami. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, it's it's not easy, especially with your with your firstborn. Right. Uh, no one gives you a manual or tells you how this is going to go. Right. <laughs> you know, no one really prepares you for it. And uh, when it hits, I mean, uh, it, it just gets tough. And uh, I, I guess everyone seeks comfort, right? You want to comfort yourself one way or another. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess that's what I did. I mean, despite my field, my job, I mean, you know, I never stopped training. I mean, I'm into fitness. And at the time, I used to coach athletes. Um, but uh, I, I, I mean, my entire life, I was used to being lean and all that. But when that happened, I, I mean, I, I, I don't smoke, I don't do drugs. It was just food that kind of, you know, gave me comfort and kept me up all those nights. Uh, so yeah, what, uh, the weight crept in, you know, over a period of about a year and a half, two years, almost, I, I gained a lot of weight and all of a sudden I was like, okay, I can't really recognize myself, you know? No. Um, so, uh, it was, it was a tough time and especially because it's not like I didn't try along the way I, I tried. But uh, I, I just couldn't get myself to to do it. The things I used to work before didn't work anymore. And, uh, and that, that's something else that a lot, of, uh, a lot of people struggle with. You know, when the circumstances change, the variables change as well, right? And, the, and, and what you need to do to navigate what's going on needs to change. Um, so, it was a, yeah, it was, a, <laughs> it was an interesting time, honestly, uh, with all the lack of sleep that we were going through. But, you know, I know that I'm not the only one, all new dads go through that. Um, you know, the, the term dad bod didn't come out of nowhere. <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> so true. And, you know, food is so easy because there's no real stigma against, you know, alcohol and cigarettes and everything, you know, like you didn't do any of that, but food can be just as unhealthy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a guilty pleasure, right? And uh, at the end of each day, you want some comfort, you watch some TV, order some food or have some dessert or whatever. And it's it's nice. It feels good. Yes, it does. Because you know what? That is your reward for the day that you just had. You know what? <laughs> yeah. I powered through it. I survived it. You know, <laughs> now I'll reward myself, right? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh... it. Oh my goodness. So what a journey. So is that what led you now to focus on, you know, helping fathers and. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is, it is, it, it made me, it made me do a lot of changes in my life. So at the time when my, uh, my son was born, I used to own uh, a couple of CrossFit gyms mm -hmm. and, um, I decided, you know, well, when, when, when he came into the world that, I want to be around, you know, I, I want to be around for my kid and my wife. And when you, when you own a brick and mortar gym like that, most of your work is in the evening anyways, you, you're not, you know, that's when people go there after work. Right. So, um, uh, I mean, 
I, I knew that I didn't want that anymore just because I want to be there for my family uh, because it's something I suffered from growing up. You know, my dad was super busy. He wasn't around much mm-hmm. and it's something that I wanted to change. So yeah, um, um, I decided to, you know, start an online business. Uh, and uh, in the beginning, it was just mainly coaching, uh, you know, what I was doing at the time, athletes and stuff. But when that happened to me, I was like, okay, this is, you know, this is a problem and it's not an easy thing. And I'm sure uh, a lot of dads suffer from it. So I was like, okay, I'm I'm going to, I'm going to write the manual on this. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, try and help dads as much as I can. Yes. Cause you know, we all need a manual, you know, our phones come with manuals. Everything we buy comes with a manual and then you yeah. bring this life into the world and you're like, um, Hello, I I see nothing attached to this child. No instructions, no directions. What am I doing? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's and, and and like I said, no one really uh, prepares you for it. No one prepares you for it at all. Nothing. Nothing prepares you for it. Yeah, it's tough. And the other thing yeah. too, you know, and you don't even know what questions to ask because this is a first for you. So it's like, I don't know what I don't know. And I don't know what to ask. So somebody just send me a lifeline, help me. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's it's very tricky, honestly. And uh, um, I think that, you know, most parents find themselves alone for some reason. It's like, I don't know if it's, if it's just a feeling or it's, or it's life, you know, because you just find that, or everyone feels that their situation is kind of unique and they don't really seek help. They kind of suffer in silence, mm-hmm. uh, especially men. We don't like to ask for help much. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just say, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna do this. We can, we can handle it. And we just, you know, we stay in that vicious circle. And uh, it's why a lot of like new dads get depressed uh, just because they are, they're putting themselves last, their mental well-being and their relationship, everything is on hold. Uh, just because they're trying to figure out they're trying to be a good parent right because that's their main priority now um although that you know it's actually it's a bit counterintuitive it's it's the other way around right when you take care of yourself you put yourself first you're going to do a much better job at being a parent and being um uh, and being a husband or a wife or whatever and uh, it's just we're not wired that way we're not because most parents think it's selfish when they do something for themselves. And I have to literally tell parents that, listen, when I come back to see you, I don't want to hear about what you did for the children. I want to hear about what you did for yourself because you do all the things for your children. And then you wonder why you're snapping, why you're tired, why you're this. It's like, if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't show up for our children in the way that we could and should. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, but yeah, it's it's just, uh, again, no one tells us that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we feel guilty. I mean, the guilt is innate. It's like nobody has to tell you to feel guilty because you did something for yourself. You're just automatically feeling, oh, my goodness, you know, I brought them into this world. I need to provide for them. You yeah. know, you need to provide you for them in your best presentation, right? <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely. It's true. Uh, I just think that, you know, we're wired the wrong way. We're we're not wired to do this right, which is, 
I'm very strange, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's our natural instincts, obviously, mm -hmm. to take care of this, you know, uh, newborn, we want to protect it, we want to do the best thing for it. But uh, it's, it's just odd that, you know, the, the best thing that we can do, which give it our best self is the last thing we think about. Yes. So tell me, how do we rewire ourselves then? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think that it just comes from being um, mindful uh, of the situation. Uh, and, and I think that it's a bit a bit hard to do it yourself. It's not easy. I mean, for me, honestly, it took, <laughs> took quite a bit of time. We're talking, we're not talking weeks or months, it took a couple of years. Uh, but uh, it's just about really just sitting down and reflecting and, and asking yourself, am, am I showing up, you know, in the best way I can? Um, am I giving the best version of myself to, 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 to my family, to my newborn? Um, you know, what else can I do to make things better? You know, just asking questions. You know, I've learned that in order to rewire your mind for anything, you just got to ask questions and you got to keep asking questions until you find the right ones, because uh, it's not like you're going to ask questions. and You're going to find the answers immediately. Right. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. And like with everything else, right. It takes practice because we start off ask we start out asking questions that, you know, won't that don't serve us. Right. Questions to answer like why me or whatever, how, you know, like, I don't know, just questions that don't have productive answers. Right. Exactly. And um, I think it was Jim Quick that I heard this from. I don't know if he was the first person to say it, but if you want better answers, you've got to ask better questions. But you get better by continuing to ask those questions. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. So, how did you do it? Um, well, honestly, for me, it was. Um, I guess it's it's a mix of things. It wasn't just one thing. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the first thing that became like a daily ritual for me is just, you know, sitting down with a pen and paper mm -hmm. and just asking questions and writing answers. And what, what did I mess up on yesterday? How can I do better? That became like a daily ritual that continues to this day. What did I mess up on yesterday? How can I do better today? And um, that, that, that was the first part. And uh, the second part was, you know, just realizing that, you know, I, I, I don't feel good. I don't feel good about myself uh, at, at the point when I gained all that weight. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I was, the question is, okay, what can I do? If I mean, obviously, if I feel good about myself, I'm going to show up better, you know, for my, for my kid and my wife. And um, so when I came to that realization, I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to stop until, you know, I'm in, I'm in a, in much better shape i'm gonna lose the weight i'm gonna get healthy um and uh, i'm gonna take care of myself and uh, that that's that's exactly what i did i decided to take care of myself started losing weight um made sure that you know in in the process i am still showing up i mean something that i do to this day i i spend time daily with my kids and my wife um i make it a daily thing i i, I don't skip it um and and that's pretty much you know what what i did uh, and i think that um a lot of parents especially fathers i mean i speak for dads mostly just because i'm a dad but i think that we sell ourselves short i think that you know most dads think okay we can we can work we're going to do a great job at work and if we're working it's okay if we put the family on hold you know for 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 a bit right and yeah 
and uh, or if it's okay it's okay if our health suffers right and it's always that it, it's always that trade off that mm-hmm. something has to, to suffer just because we're we're excelling at something and it's a common theme uh, and i think if we just you know refuse we we refuse to let something go for something else mm-hmm. we're going to do a lot a lot better because we're capable you just we just got to work really hard and believe that we're capable to do better across the board to actually do it because it's not easy yeah. i mean it sucks you know having a long day working for example coming home you're super tired and then you know i always say this you walk in the door and your wife obviously is she's tired as well so you've been with the kids for so long and she's like okay go ahead you handle it yeah. and at that point it's it's a choice right am i gonna like am i gonna handle it uh, do i think i'm capable or I'm gonna like say, oh my god, I can't handle this, and and it turns into you know um, uh, a fight or whatever. Because both scenarios are there. It's just a mindset thing, um, and I think that that's like the the number one priority. If we fix that mindset, we can we can do a lot better. Yes, and I'm glad you mentioned mindset because it all it starts there, doesn't it? Right? Because if yeah. you don't change your mindset, there's nothing that will change. And, you know, I, I, the fact that also too, you know, you mentioned coming in from a long day and your wife, you're like, ah, you know, and you're like, oh man. But the thing is though, how much better does it feel after you've spent that time with your children, knowing that you poured into them, you're not this person that they see passing through, you know, it's like straight to your bed. And then in the morning, you, you know, they see you on the way out again, like knowing that you're develop building those memories with them you know how great that must that feel yeah yeah no i i absolutely agree and uh you know uh, something that helped help, help, it has helped me a lot and i was just talking to my wife about it yesterday it's you know that realization that kids are not gonna be around for a very long time you know when they turn 16, 17, 18, you're just going to see less and less of them. And yeah. I don't know, there was this thing I read, it's like, you know, until they're 18, after after 18, for the rest of your life, you spend like um, about a year with them in total after that. Wow. So it, it hit me, you know, it's like, okay, there isn't, it's really not much, much time left. Um, if when kids, kids, kids grow up fast. And, and we're like always, um, you know, feeling the struggle and worrying and, 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 and upset about what they're doing and whatnot. And we forget that, you know, this is the time to actually enjoy them and be with them and cherish the moments and build the memories. Um, because time flies by so fast. I mean, my older son is, is almost seven and it was like he was born yesterday. Time just flies by. Yeah, it certainly does. And, you know, you mentioned your dad not being there working. You know, he was always working and you wanted to do something different. Now, how does it feel to you, you know, the difference between, you know, because I know you you must have wanted your dad around and, you know, now you're here with your children, like what he missed out on. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I can't. I can't uh, speak for him, but right. I know that uh, I know that for me, it would have it would have made a big difference, you know, if if mm-hmm. he was around more. 
Um, I mean, I know he was busy and he was doing the the best he could at the time with what he had. It's just life. Things change. Um, But for me, I just want to give more to my kids and, and, and be there for them more. And, and give them as much support as I can um, for them, you know, growing up just to show up and be there for them. Um, I, I think it's good for them and healthier for me. Yeah, certainly it is. And I do understand, you know, your dad's generation because you have to provide, you have to, you know, they he had to be out there doing that. And that was his way of loving you and yeah. showing you that he was, you know, taking care of you. It's just that we don't think, you know, I guess that other part, you know, like being there physically because again, prioritizing, right? A roof or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Quality time. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I, I, I think it's a common theme. I think mm-hmm. that, you know, my generation our parents were, were mostly like that. They were mostly out there. They were grinding. They were, you know, trying to provide. They were the providers. Men were the, probably the, you know, households had a single income and things were just different. Men had a, a different life back then. Uh, there was no such thing as working from a computer or uh, working from home. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it was just different time, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly was. was. So how do you balance? Because, and I'm just going to go back a second, because I've heard, actually, I did an interview with Dr. Diane Spire recently, and she mentioned that after a child is born, 67% of parents uh, report that their marriage, like the relationship has suffered like it's not what they they have dissatisfaction in their relationship because now this child is born and now you know you have to care for a new life and you know just all the things that go along with that how do you make sure that you're taking care of you your marriage and your children how do you balance all of that um i i you know i i'm not gonna say that it's easy uh, I was just talking to my wife, actually, just like a couple of hours ago, and we were talking about that. Because like, you know, for us, for example, for ages, we've been wanting to take a trip, just me and her, you know, just have some quality time. And we haven't been able to we just we can't, we, there's no one to take care of the kids. So you know, if even if we go on a trip, we have to have the kids with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of hard. And definitely the relationship suffers, but you just gotta work with what you have you know we try to every day we at the end of the day we sit down together have a chat catch up on our day we make sure we do date night every single week mm-hmm. um and you know it's things like that like very very simple things just just to make sure that your relationship stays on track because otherwise your life is just going to be about the kids because they can fill it up absolutely and <laughs> leave no room for anything else mm-hmm. um but it's a consistent work in progress. Honestly, it's not, I'm not going to say that it's easy Uh, and balancing things is just, I guess you get better at it with time for me. It's just, you know, I have things that I do on a daily basis. I make sure that I schedule everything in. Like I schedule my workouts. I schedule time with my kids. I schedule date night. I, I live and die by my calendar. If, if that doesn't happen, you know, nothing happened, nothing else happens. I just, need to make sure that I I have my priorities, whether personal or with work. 
and I just make sure that they're all there in front of me just so that I can't I, I don't miss anything. Wow. And you know, that is a common theme that I hear all the time from parents who are doing what you're doing. You know, they write it in, you know, they have everything scheduled because if you don't write it down, it doesn't happen. And, you know, I remember at one point I used to have to schedule in a nap because I was just constantly going and I was like, okay, at two o'clock, you just have to like, if I don't care if just a moment by yourself, because It is so important to the, and it sounds to people like, why would you schedule that in? But again, you know, it's just everybody who I've spoken to in the last little while, we've, this subject has come up. I schedule it in, you know, and for me, I like to do things in color. And I spoke to, um, oh gosh, I forgot her name now. Oh, she's Anyway, she has, you know, like she also does the color. And so purple is personal and, you know, like different colors mean different things. And I mean, for a girl, it not only looks pretty, but then it jumps out at you, you know, what you need to do and what your priorities are at that moment. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. I think it's a a game changer once you do that, uh, because otherwise, I mean, it's very hard to balance things otherwise because you know especially with work um things will always come up there there will always be emergencies things that you need to do now and if you don't like establish boundaries and 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 have certain times and stuff it it will take over same thing with kids and it's just it's going to be very hectic i mean i i it it works for me right i don't know any other way to do it honestly (laughs) Yeah. And you can only share what works for you, right? And yeah. if it works for you, it's worked for millions of people because we're not all so different. Everybody would like to think, oh, well, you're different. We're more alike than we are different. That's so, true. you know, all these little tricks and hacks are really important to, you know, one step, right? Towards doing something different and maybe better. Yeah. No, I, I I absolutely agree, and uh, um, I think I always recommend it. You know, honestly, uh, I uh, I had a I had someone who reached out to me. I just started working with him. He's a he's a police officer in the Irish police, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a parent. He has a two year old daughter, and his schedule is so freaking hectic. He he like he works shifts, so like he works twelve hour shifts, four days on, four days off, four days he's working from seven in the morning, seven in the evening, and four days he's working from seven in the evening, seven in the morning, and four of those days he's babysitting his little one, and the other four days uh, he's working. It's just all over the place, and and he gained forty pounds, you know, over the past year and a half just because of that. Because right. he's um he's having a hard time managing between family, stress of work, mm-hmm. and obviously he's the one suffering. And the end of the day, he's yeah. uh, his health is deteriorating, gained so much weight. Like we literally had to to sit down and and map things out. Okay, mm-hmm. this is when you're gonna sleep. This is when you're gonna eat. This is when mm-hmm. you're gonna spend time with your family. This is when you're gonna work. Right. And uh, and when he looked at it, he was like, okay, this is a relief. You know, he's <laughs> like all of a sudden. I, I I see things, you know, I can do right. this. Yes. Because <laughs> you know what I think too, and I just it just popped in my head. When you have something to look at, when you have a road map, it's yeah. a lot clearer than having it all jumbled in your head. I don't have time because I get home at this time and then and then and then it's everything's just whirling in your head. And yeah. when you can dump it onto something that you can look at, 
it just makes it clearer. And like you said, it's a relief because it's yeah. no longer up here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> once you once you see it and you can look at it, you can at least, you know, um uh, see how you can manage move maybe move things around you you have that roadmap you have that blueprint right in front of you uh you don't have that stress because it's all yeah you know jumping around in your head yeah. it becomes so much easier oh my goodness so much yes and you know i just keep thinking how many times i do you see ads for a blueprint for this and a blueprint for that because they work right <laughs> yeah yeah, no, it's true. Blueprints work. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yes. And you had to develop your own blueprint. So now you're helping other people develop theirs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. Um, you know, it's uh, for me, it was just trying to establish boundaries, principles mm -hmm. that work for me. And then that's what I use right now to, to help others. That's basically it. Yeah, yeah. So your your years of trial and error. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if we can put it that way, yeah, definitely. <laughs> years of suffering and trial and error. <laughs> I was gonna say suffering, but then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so. But that's the now. How awesome does it feel to be able to help people now? to not have to go through the years of and just come right to listen let's develop our blueprint <laughs> yeah it's honestly it feels great it's, it's it feels great to be able to help people uh because they feel it right away like when yes. when things start to get better they start to feel healthier uh everything improves uh, it's just by the virtue of them starting to take care of themselves their their stress levels start to come down um you know, they, they show up better for this, their kids. They have more energy during the day. Their relationship starts to improve. And um, they feel great about themselves and they feel great about life. You know, they go from a place where they're depressed and miserable to a place where they feel great. And it, it doesn't even take that long. It's just by virtue of thinking differently and doing a few, a few things in their life, um, um, you know, and, and it, things start to change right away. Absolutely. And having that guidance is really important because you don't know what you don't know and trying to muddle through it is so frustrating. I mean, speaking for myself, it wasn't until I got a coach that I was just like, oh, it's really not that hard, but having somebody to say, you know, this and that, and, oh, you know, have you thought of is so key. <laughs> it is, it is absolutely. I mean, um, and honestly, to give credit where credit is due, I did get a coach at some point I had for, I was on and off, but I had life coach at some point, yeah. uh, that was helping me get things organized as well. Uh, because I was a bit all, all over the place at that time yeah. when I was starting to close the gym and, and starting a company and being a dad. And, uh, she, she definitely helped me a lot with organizing my life. Uh, and I think coaching is important. Honestly, I have a, a coach as well for every coach needs a coach. I yes. believe <laughs> I have a, a coach as well for pretty much uh, a lot of things. Mm. Um, but yeah, it just makes life easier when, because someone is looking, when someone's looking at your life from the outside, they, and they have the experience, they can immediately like see what's wrong and what you need to do. Um, instead of you just trying to figure things out. 
Yeah, it takes a lot longer when you try to figure it out. Oh my goodness, yeah. does it ever? And then the frustrations. And like you said, you can't see what you cannot see, right? And when somebody's on the outside looking in, it's so much easier. You know, I know when I walk into parents' homes and I make suggestions and they're like, why didn't I think of that? I was like, you're in it. You know, you're in the middle of it. It's like you're in the water. You're almost, un you know, you're sinking. You under well, how much can you see? when you're under the water. <laughs> Not much, that's for sure. <laughs> so, wow. So thankfully, you know, there is help. There is a light out there. Um, people have to choose to say yes and to, first, yes to yourself, right? Say yes to the fact that you want to change, you want to do better. Because the other thing, your children are watching you and you are the model for how your children are going to do life. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. Um, I think that's, you know, that saying that, you know, our children will not necessarily listen to what we're saying, but they're gonna model everything that we do. Yeah. I think that is so true. And I see it with my kids as well. Um, you know, I tell them do one thing, they don't do it. I do something, they're just doing what I'm doing. It, 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 <laughs> that's it all the time. And uh, it shows up, uh, it shows up. I mean, one of the things that I'm honestly very proud of because we're an active household, me and my wife are, you know, are into fitness and stuff and our kids are exactly the same. Mm. When my son is bored, he just, you know, turns on the TV, puts on like some some workout on YouTube and starts jumping around and working out. Mm. Um, and it's a good thing, it's healthy. Yeah. And uh, that's that's exactly what I want him to be like. And mm. all I need to do is just be that person um, instead of just saying, you need to do this and you have to do that. And pointing fingers just doesn't work, I guess. It doesn't, it doesn't. You know, what made me think of a family. I was talking to someone, um, a parent, and they said, you know, so we're talking about eating healthy. And I said, well, you know, does your child this eat this and that? It's like, oh, no, I don't eat that. So my child, so it's just like, you're trying to feed your child this and <laughs> you don't eat it. And the face that you just made. So, of course, when you present it, they're not going to want to try it. You know, if you don't take walks, they're not going to want to walk and move. They're going to do exactly what you do. If you're, you know, on the phone all the time or whatever. That's what they're going to do. You know, that's what they will more likely do until they get old enough to make that concerted effort and learn about, you know, health and all the different things. But then now they're behind the ball, you know, yeah. in front of it, yeah. which I'm, I don't know what the term is, but <laughs> yeah, no, it's just uh, more challenging. <laughs> absolutely. I agree. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago actually i put a video about it on instagram i was in my son's swimming practice and um there was another parent there and he was like he was scolding his kid uh like shouting at him saying you have no discipline and then and he was a kid he's like six year old or seven year old very young and uh he was talking you need to do this and you need to eat that and he was really overweight like, like seriously overweight mm -hmm. and and, and, I, and then I heard him, he was, he, he was uh, you know, calling his mom saying, this kid has no discipline and he wants to eat this. And, and I'm like, seriously, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
it doesn't matter what you're saying. You could just shout at the, this little poor kid until tomorrow and he will not hear a thing. He just sees something completely different and he's going to do what you're doing. Yes. Yeah, if you have no discipline, don't ask him to have it. It's just not going to work at this point in time, at least. Right. It's not just going to come out of thin air, people. You know, we have to model. It's just like saying, oh, don't smoke. It's really bad for your health, sweetheart. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> and then you wonder why your child is sneaking your cigarettes and trying them, because if you're doing it, it must be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it's crazy. Yeah. But again, that I guess that, you know, brings us back to being mindful. Yeah. Uh, of, of what we're doing what we're saying and how that uh, affects our kids i mean if we're consistently aware and we're trying to improve make ourselves better yeah. um i think that's gonna that's gonna reflect on uh, on our relationship and how we show up for them definitely yes yes now rami if there's one thing you want people to leave this moment with what would that be um well uh, I would say that it's it's hard being a parent. Just know that. Expect that it's going to be hard and that, you know, you're not going to know if you're doing the right thing most of the time. But the harder it seems for you, the better it is. It just seems it just means that you're someone who's who's trying. And as long as you keep trying, you're going to get better and you're going to do a better job. That's that would be my my takeaway. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. So, and how can people get a hold of you? Um, I'm on Instagram. They can just message me on Instagram. It's uh, uh well, it's kind of a long name. It's the Unbreakable Father, but with an underscore in between. So the mm -hmm. underscore Unbreakable underscore Father. And yeah, they can just reach me on Instagram. I'm I'm in there all the time. I'll, I'll I always reply to my messages. So anyone needs to reach me, they can just message me there. Awesome. I like that. It's long, but it's memorable. Like you, it's not something that you'll, you know, forget. So nice. I like that. Okay. Well, thank you so much, sir, for being here and sharing all of your pearls of wisdom. Really Thanks a lot Teresa, for, uh, for having me. I really appreciate it. And uh, I really appreciate you having me and uh, it's been awesome. I really enjoyed our chat. So did I. Thank you. So I and to our audience, I hope you share this, like it, you know, share it with your people, because these are just some really important notes that have been shared with, you know, lots of takeaways here. So thank you so much for listening and watching and parent with confidence.